the Out of Time Podcast is brought to you by brothers whose relationship was forged together by watches. Each episode will be a conversation with people we find fascinating from all walks of life. Welcome to the episode. Check, check. Give it a check. Check, check, check. Okay, we're good. We're live. We're rocking and rolling? Yes, we are. All right, let's do it. Right on. Good morning, brother. Good morning. Uh, we are here live in Long Beach, California. LBC. We have a very special guest today. He is very special. The man. <laughs> the legend. His name is actually, we're going to say Mythbust. Mythbust. Oh. His IG handle, because there's a lot of speculation where he came from. Was it from when he was playing tennis and that was his nickname? Or is that what he says when every time he serves? I, I thought it was uh, from lacrosse. You know, that's. I think we we're gonna we're gonna bust it today and find out. Yeah, there's there's a uh, a lot of people who have come up with these different anecdotes of yeah how it was derived, and uh, yeah, there's that many people. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's quite a few. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a few. It's uh, at one point I thought it was a, a Greek mythology nickname. That would make sense from the uh, the stature. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can definitely see something. He does have that. My wife says it actually means sea cucumber in Japanese. Sea what? Sea cucumber. Sea cucumber. <laughs> Eshokin. Eshokin, however she says it. Oh, that's funny. That's a wild creature. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I was thinking of making the Decamp uh, um, logo, uh-huh. the, the sea slug. That must be a really cucumber. big cucumber, though. Like, Wow. Yeah. yeah. It has to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A tall cucumber. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, longer than usual. I'd say. Long, lean, and mean cucumber. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only wear eleven and a half shoe though. Oh, <laughs> sorry yeah. to disappoint. Oh, I got you beat in that section. <laughs> How do you stay upright? <laughs> um, I think there's a a little bit of illusion to yeah. who we're we're talking to. The legendary E Token. Yeah. Hello. Welcome Good morning. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. Uh, I met him for the first time when we met down in one of the beach cities. Um, San Clemente. San Clemente, yeah. It was you and, and Trick Will, mm-hmm. myself, Summer. Um, I had already purchased one of the D-Camp rolls, um, maybe more than one at that point. I think, yeah, a couple at least. But we hadn't actually uh, physically met in person. And so, yeah, that was the first day. It was amazing. No kidding. We, we sat around had had coffee, had conversation. I actually didn't know you were going to be there. When I got out of the parking lot, I, I think I saw you from a distance. I'm like, wait, what's his real name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone gets caught up in these uh, IG handles. Yeah, horological chronicles. Yeah, in addition to the, the handles that you often refer to people by, faces. You may know someone's real name. You may know their handle, but you may not be familiar with how they actually look in person. Yeah. Uh, for me and for you, we post ourselves, you know, periodically. Right. Definitely not the uh, the star of the show, <laughs> but but on occasion we we, we uh, will you know broadcast what we actually look like while while doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the guys. I didn't know what this guy looked like. Yeah, we have no idea what the they look like. You? Yeah. That day. Uh huh. It was the first time. Yeah. For all of us. Yeah, for all of us. Yeah. We we formed a kind of a... It just took the brotherhood a step further after that day. And then we started to do the reoccurring 
meetups where we talked about uh, watches, coffee, you know, family, work. Yep. Um, yeah. Whatever the topic. Uh, yeah. Goes that usually day. the topic goes away from watches. Yeah. To life. <laughs> yeah, I was telling uh, the guys last. Um, I was going to say last week, but it was just a few days ago that um, I came for the watches and I stayed for the people. Oh, I like that. Um, because, you know, seriously, I had an interest in watches and um, that kind of brought us all together. But what keeps us all together are those uh, relationships and bonds that we have formed that go way beyond uh, these, you know, mechanical timepieces that we all have this affinity for. Yeah, that's beautiful. I like that. I already set the motions on that saying and if nobody challenges in certain <laughs> months i think that's ours yeah yeah what's today it was the other day were two days ago right yeah it was yeah. the 18th i believe yeah right? yeah i so, like that one i looked down to check the time and i'm wearing a, a no date so <laughs> <laughs> threw my mind into a, a frenzy right now thinking oh, what day is it <laughs> what day is it where's my phone so so is what is token uh you mind busting that for yeah us? yeah so it's a very easy one and it's not very sexy it's uh it's actually Ethokin. Oh, Ethokin. But truly, it should be Etukin, because it's Eric Thomas Aiken, the first uh, part, first, uh, I guess, the prefixes of my uh, my full name, Eric Thomas Aiken. I just combined all three and turned it into an amalgamation. I think it naturally wants to become Ethokin, because it almost sounds like ethos yeah. and kinship. Right. I actually met uh, Mike in Fra Frankfurt, Mike from Frankfurt, um, Instagram. Um, he was posting some pictures and he happened to be really close near my home. And so I met up with him and, um, he said based on Ethelkin, he thought he was going to meet some granola eating Volvo driving hippie because <laughs> he thought, he thought of the words ethos and kinship. And then when I told That's... him, oh no, it's just part of each part of my name. So yeah, nothing, nothing there. But like I told you, my wife says, if you say it in Japanese, Ethelkin, it sounds like uh, the sea cucumber, sea slug, one of those. But, you know, we're always evolving, right? We were talking about watch taste evolving. Yeah. Um, and even that name, it may have started off one way, but it can transition and, and mean different things for different people. Sure. And, uh, you know, I think I we all... it means just really handsome in Vietnamese. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> I'm sitting right here. I... And it also means really handsome in English. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> when I think of Ethokin, I, I think of really handsome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old but handsome. I'll take uh, it. Dashing even. Oh, uh, uh, whatever. It... <laughs> I think that applies for uh, North America as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, don't think, I don't care what language I, I, you say it in. I guess the second uh, question would be, uh, are you seven foot tall or what? Uh, six, four, probably was six, five in the day, Damn but it. I'm getting on with age, so I'm shrinking a little bit. I lost the poll. Yeah, not seven. Huh? So we got a poll going on that yeah. as far as his height goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You I'm, all, I'm all neck and torso. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a Venmo you the other day. I want, uh, yeah, that, I, know. I, I want that money back. Yeah, I think you just got it back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And when did you start decamp? I mean, yeah, good question. What year was that? Um, let me go back in the Wayback Machine. Um, so 2014, I think. So five um, years now. Yeah. Yeah, five years of late, haven't been as active as I would like to be, but um, yeah, 2014 or so, it was it was born out of necessity. I, uh, as you may know, not the listeners, all, however many of them <laughs> there are listening to this, <laughs> but you guys uh, know that I've worked in the kind of the um, 
clothing and footwear industry for a while now. And uh, one Christmas break as the company was shutting down, um, as I was going out the door, there was a bunch of leather samples. And I had an epiphany. I looked at those leather samples and I'm like, you know something, I could make something that could hold my watches. And so I took them home and over that Christmas break, I, I sat down and um, just very, not with much skill, um, tried to create something with just a hole punch and like basically the string that was like yarn, basically, yeah, yarn. <laughs> <laughs> so I came up with these really cheesy first prototypes and then I was kind of realized I was onto something and I, um, I actually made a couple that were halfway decent and I took pictures of them and um, Instagram back in 2014, I don't think was as healthy of a community, not healthy, uh, wasn't as robust of a community as it is now. So a couple people reached out to me um, wanting them, and I'm like, no. And I'm like, these aren't worthy of any of your money. At the so, time, was there already a watch roll movement? In the I don't think inst- there I, I think there were a couple out there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm sure I'd been inspired. Mm-hmm. And in all actuality, what I made initially were like more like watch briefs. They were watch like... Watch briefs. Like, uh, not get your mind out of the gutter. Not okay. the oh, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Just want to make sure. <laughs> Is that- more like a watch. Uh, That's how I keep yeah, like a briefcase type of thing. <laughs> A, uh, like a briefcase type of thing. That, so like um, a single fold. Yeah, like a single fold. I didn't really, I didn't, yeah, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just wanted a way to keep my watches from clanging around together in a shoebox. So I just made a way that they could be secured and uh, set them. And you were going to get togethers already, I'm assuming. That's no, what, no, nothing. So I, you just wanted to kind of put your stuff? It was, it was born out of necessity. I just wanted to make sure my watches weren't clanging around. All my Seikos at the time weren't clanging around. So, right, yeah. um, Subsequently, um, it kind of morphed into a watch roll. I think I did see a couple on Instagram and was inspired to try to create my own and um, eventually got to the watch roll concept. And like I said, a, a couple guys wanted them and I gave them to them. And my only request was that they just donated some money to whatever cause they thought worthy. But um, as I got better and better at it um, and through encouragement from my wife, I decided that I would uh, actually try to start selling them. So I made a batch of about seven or eight, I think, and um, that's my dog. That's Fifi barking. Yeah, that's yeah. the legendary Fifi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I made about seven or eight, and I just put them up on Instagram, and boy, right. they sold in about in a week's time. And I, as far away as Singapore, and um, most most everybody was here in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was wow, I was really encouraged by that, and started making some more and then do you recall ha- the hashtag you used when you posted the first i think it was just hashtag watch roll and decamp uh-huh yeah so and where did the decamp name come from ah uh, that's an interesting one so i was trying to come up with a name and i was um, i'd spent i'd spent the day up in la with uh my son and i was sitting in front of like this kind of like vintage boutique and they had a super cool here comes the that's the uh, 945 the 940 right? from uh, Salt Lake City yeah. that's the one Trick Wheel would take in if he was coming to Long Beach um, what's up Trick Wheel what up <laughs> what up um, I forget where I was through my wife's encouragement is that what I said well, last? Yeah. yeah yeah so you know I decided um, to try to do more with it oh I know what I was saying is slowly it became more of like a bespoke is that how you say that word bespoke bespoke bespoke, bespoke. Um, kind of business where people were wanting a watch roll, but they wanted to choose their own leathers and they wanted to choose um, how many slots that they had and how many um, um, 
say if they wanted a stitching strap or, or the color of the stitching or if they yeah. wanted a strap or a, a tool a pocket tool. and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, that was another thing. I never really knew what to call the compartments. I would call them pockets. I called them sleeves. I, mm-hmm. call, I'm, I think now I kind of, I assume that they're just pockets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yes. when I reach out, I go, Hey, I want a three pocket or a four pocket. Yeah. I, I've heard I, some I, people refer to it as compartment compartments. Yeah. yeah. That, that also pockets, works. sleeves. Yeah. yeah. Um, watch bunk bed. Watch. (laughs) So much room for activities. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is the great thing about a watch roll that I didn't think about when I first started a sleeping bag for watches is I, again, I didn't have the concept of the get together in mind, but I didn't know at the time when you open it, the larger the flap, the better off you are because then you can set your watches yeah. down into top. And I to thought that was by design actually. No, yeah. no, it was nothing. I'm not that smart. Um, that was just happenstance. And that's how, you yeah. know, I think as, you know, actually I haven't really been to that many get togethers. I think you guys are basically my get together if I ever get together <laughs> with anybody. But I do see photos where people lay out all their watches and then it'll display them on the flap as well. Yeah, I know most of the watches are, you know, made from some sort of metal but mm-hmm. I just never like going metal to metal and so I always want to find a soft space or place to set watches down totally and so um, the utility of it is perfect because you can carry it and then you have that soft place to rest the, the watches down on yeah um, completely great, great uh, landing pad yeah I, I mean I, I had no idea that the demand for watch rolls was so great because um, once I started that kind of like, you know, communication with the people, what they wanted and what color leathers, what color thread they wanted, it blew up and it was crazy. I swear from 2014 to um, probably 2016, I would get five to six orders um, a week. And so my Saturdays were all spent making uh, making watch rolls, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just great to think that there's people out there that are getting such utility out of something that I made, and I think they're made to last. They're probably something that'll last a lifetime. Hopefully, something that they can pass down to the next generation of people that own their watches. My my sister in law saw one of mine. And she said, you know, that would be great for makeup brushes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I've, I've had people actually ask me to make uh, makeup brush holders, uh, makeup, like, I guess, like, tubes for mascara or whatever, uh-huh. um, knife holders, uh, pen holders. So people have realized that there's other uh, uses for them. Yeah, leather is such a, so durable that it's just going to last forever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to age. It's going to, um, you know. The color will change, mm-hmm. the, the texture will change. And yeah, you're talking about the uh, requesting uh, the type of leather because some of them are a lot firmer. Some of them are, are soft, like like butter. Um, some you have to break in, and then there's so many different color variations. The, the pelts yeah. are just just wild in, in variety. And yeah. so I can imagine some of the requests for very specific things. Yeah, then, people had had requests for specific things. And, you know, it's really tough to source the leather. At the time, I was using some guy in Minnesota. And I basically, I was just going off photos. So I never really knew, like, the temper or, like, the um, really the thickness of okay. the leathers. I, yeah. I, I learned that what I was working with was mostly called five-ounce leather. I don't even know what that means. But that was about the thickness that I liked. Okay. But sometimes I'd order something and come in and be super stiff and it'd be like oh i don't think this is gonna work so there's 300 bucks i just threw on a shelf but sometimes stuff would come in and it'd just be just perfect and um i think that happened more often than not and um 
as you know, I think you have pretty much, uh, I'm pointing at Joshua, um, you have a great variety of decamp watch rolls. You'll know that some of them have some pretty amazingly soft leather. Dude, one of my favorite yeah. ones has, um, like, where the, the cowhide had the brand mark on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some it. of them are just so, so unique. And yeah. they make for a great gift because they're, yeah. they're affordable, they're durable, they're utilitarian, and they're unique. And... Um, yeah, I've I've sent them to friends around the world. That's awesome. Um, most of my immediate family, not most, every person in my immediate family has one. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> has one? Uh, yeah. That's and, great. And they're great. We even worked on that project together for yeah. the, I don't even know what we call it. It's um, like a oh, sling bag. Watch sling, <laughs> watch caddy, watch uh, fanny. <laughs> yeah, which and, means something totally different in the UK. The word fanny. The word fanny. <laughs> I'm a fanny fan myself. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so awesome, dude. You've been so supportive, both you guys. Um, I know Summer uh, reached out to me. Uh, I don't know if it was before you or after you. I'm not sure, but he had a very specific request. Probably he after. I'm, I'm going to interrupt. I'm going to say after. Okay. Sure, after. He saw what you did and wanted <laughs> yeah, to copy yeah. you and be like you. I'm the king of the camp. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him have that, but that's that's not true. Um, and I, I don't specifically remember how I made contact with you, but I know we did at one point, obviously, because yeah, we're here I, now. I think I was I was there were DMs, I think, in Instagram at the time. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I gave it you. It always starts with a comment first. Yeah, it was like, a comment. Hey, nice roll. Yeah, if you nice. go straight to DM, that's pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, I really like your stuff, bro. I've been watching you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I, it might have been. I might have just given you my. Uh, we had a connection. Yeah, that somehow, I know for a fact. And I remember just we just started chatting. And somehow I found out about Decamp, and I have a very specific request, which is um, a three slot and one for the tool. Mm -hmm. So it's like three in a small little, like a pen type holder. Um, and I wanted it compact too. So that was, it was very Yeah, specific. I remember you wanting it to be compact. You wanted yeah. it to not be like the default sizes that I thought everybody wanted. You wanted it to be smaller because of weight. Yeah, because I used it for traveling. Yeah. And um, I just remember receiving it, and I was just, like, so stoked because it's, like, you can tell it wasn't, like, mass-produced, you know? Like, you're... Yeah. I always well, imagine you somewhere yeah. in the dungeon with your sewing machine. And <laughs> <laughs> no, so as you know, everything's hand-sewn, so everything's hand-punched and hand-sewn. No no machines at work. No everything's machines. It's made the same way if they had had watches that they would have made these... In medieval times yeah, <laughs> yeah i love it and you, and you had a number stamped on it there was a number on it which is was my initial and all the the, the rolls that you made for me has the same number yeah which is what my initial figure what it is uh it's 377 oh okay that's what it was yeah yeah and so i mean most i mean all of them has it actually and i remember at one time i was asking for a certain type of leather and you're like well i don't know if i can stamp it on that yeah, yeah. And, I mean, obviously, I don't know anything about making leather work. And so, but somehow you made it work because it has the 377 yeah. on it. Yeah, those were, I had, I had to uh, use uh, veggie tan leather for the stamping. If you stamp anything that has oils in it, um, the, the leather will self-repair and right. then the stamp will fall out. So, right. yeah, that was one of those 
little things I learned as I made stuff. I'm like, oh, it works on this leather, doesn't work on this yeah, leather. Yeah, so it was all like trial and error and just... Completely. And, yeah. and I'm assuming you're having fun doing it and brings you joy. Uh, you, you know, it was a lot of fun. It, um, <laughs> I had a lot of fun doing it. The the best part about it is thinking that people have something that they get a lot of enjoyment out of, something that protects, something that's important to them. And I like the fact, you know, it's almost like a legacy, um, my little legacy to the world. There'll be, you know, I don't know how, however many I've made, a couple hundred, I'm assuming, um, that they'll be out there for years to come. Um, yeah, and but then it got to be a little big and then I, 2016, I got a new job and I moved from San Diego up to Orange County. And um, just so you know, I was pretty stoked that you were moving closer. And closer. Yeah, 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 that was awesome. Yeah, I was like, I yeah. Think Eric is just yeah, I was just moving closer to us. I was just trying to get closer <laughs> so. to. Uh, yeah. So yeah, around 2016, I got a new job, and you know the the extra time that I had uh, for it um, just really dried up, and so I tried to come back with like a decamp 2.0 where I was not doing custom orders anymore, but instead making a few at a time and putting them on Instagram. And, um, I did that and I was able to sell them, but then I just really didn't have the time anymore. Um, and around that same time, my wife started her own leather goods business, which and, is, which is Soba studio. Love it. Check it out on Instagram. Yeah. And, um, she, uh, she kind of took over the studio space sure. and started having way more success with what she does. Sure. Yeah, she's doing the purses. She's doing yeah. the, the fannies. She's yeah. doing the glass holder. The the straw holders. Yeah, straw holders. She's doing the um, the passport holders. Yeah. The, like the phone bar. holders. I mean, yeah. there's so much. She's so out much of variety. her touch. Like there yeah. is this um, minimalist Japanese touch. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's it. She's she's very creative, and she um, it, it's a very minimalist Japanese um, aesthetic to yeah. them. And, and now she also um, hand decorates them. She paints them with that, kind of yeah. an abstract design that she's come up on her own. And uh, she's had a lot of success. So I'm really proud of her, and um, I'm glad that you know she. Um, was able to kind of take what I had started and turned it into something else and uh, bringing a lot of joy to people with her uh, creations. So, yeah, I've been able to uh, gift uh, several her items. Between you and me, because I've given a few yeah. to families and friends. I think I may have given more. Yeah, you guys are fantastically but supportive. Mine's more custom, though. No, mine is very bespoke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys are great. Uh, recently, uh, talking to the audience here, both these guys came up to support Mayumi, um, my wife, at a, um, a pop-up in L.A. called, I think it's called Renegade Craft Fair. And both of them showed up with their families and, you know, showed love to Mayumi and um, love you guys for doing that. Thank oh, you. Man. Yeah, I think I did the one in uh, Costa Mesa, too. Yeah, you did. Some, you came out to another there, one. Yeah. It's all yeah. love, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's yeah. the kind of stuff uh, we thrive on, you know? Yeah. yeah, and I think it's it's cool supporting, you know, craftspeople doing stuff. I mean, it's, it's cool to buy stuff from Hodinkee and, you know, the big names and stuff sure. like that. But, you know, not to you know throw shade on sure. those guys but they're having a factory worker make that that mm -hmm. isn't someone who you know collects watches yeah that and that's your jam that's cool no problem yeah completely uh, but um i think it's pretty cool to support uh, just a hobbyist yeah doing stuff, absolutely you know? that's absolutely you're um supporting the arts because yeah. there's a lot of creativity totally um and you know investment that goes into yeah. each piece that is created and i've i've had this yeah. uh conversation with 
Urology 411 about actual you and I said dude I think um, I mean Eric is learning like the ropes and I'm sure he's invested X amount of time materials like he, he's probably breaking even if anything it's, it's I think I did the math once I think I was making four bucks an hour doing that yeah so <laughs> wow well, that's that's for the love. It's a labor of love. Yeah. I mean, you when you were talking about these things becoming essentially like legacy pieces, where yeah. mm-hmm. someone has it, it's leather. It's if you take care of it or you oh, don't I, take I care of it. I have goosebumps right now. Thank it, you it's for going that. to outlive you, <laughs> sure. right? So if you yeah. have uh, some sort of lineage, they can pick up that same item and use it or repurpose it, but it lives on. Yeah. No, that that's beautiful. I, I love I love that you you say that about it because that's that's what it's all about yeah initially initially it was out of need for myself for stuff and then it became something that was just fun and then it became um something now i think more than what i initially intended it's something that is um going to be around for a while holding great watches and i'll tell you something that was super awesome is when people would post pictures of their decamp watch roll housing their collection it was so yeah. awesome because sometimes you'd see a really humble collection. You'd see a guy with a couple Seikos and maybe like um, a Timex. And then I'd see a guy with like four Daytonas with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I never charged more for the guy with the Daytonas. You know, I didn't charge less for the guy with the Timexes. I just, you know, I, I charged a really fair price for everybody. And um, it's like a very egalitarian watch roll. <laughs> now, if you were to advertise, this is a Daytona watch roll, you could charge a premium I probably could <laughs> yeah I would think so this I, is made specifically for housing one, uh, yeah. one uh, albino uh, <laughs> yeah, dragon exactly. scale roll yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> imported from the deepest darkest part of Indonesia yeah, that's right yeah yeah, like, yeah it's um, yeah I, I suck at all that <laughs> it wasn't about money yeah uh, of sure, course I'm sure you get some sort of reward I mean seeing your stuff being used and you're creating you're not consuming and it, yeah. there's a there's a certain feel that you get from it and I was, I was just telling the wife about that she's like i see you lighting up when you're talking about this little project you guys and i said it, it, it's just we get to bring the joy that we get when we hang out with people like you uh, people like um we just had alan with alan. we had emil yeah we had jason oh wow uh, we, we had so much good times and it's like yeah we get to share it with the world by recording it yeah and people have seen like those photos that we post like we, we meet for coffee I'm, a, I'm an yep. early riser I, I don't I don't drink alcohol so I don't I, I don't really do the sure. late night ones but I like doing the morning coffee and, uh, get togethers and people have seen the photos and yeah essentially what we're doing right now is what, what we, we do, do there we hang out once <laughs> yeah. in the blue moon yeah yeah and, I'm obviously not uh, somebody who's normally on the radio or a podcast or any sort of media sure. um, so you're just hearing me fumble a bunch of words and, and uh, try to get my point across yeah yeah that's, we that's us too we have <laughs> made some kinships with some incredible and fascinating people and we thought that this would be a great platform to elevate some of those people uh, awesome. tell some of those stories that yeah. might go untold yeah um, and yeah, also fun. when we talk about legacy um, to be able to capture your your voice capture your your personality um capture the humor uh, and again this friendship that we have yeah that lives on forever yeah yeah totally. long beyond yeah. us if you you have kids right so yeah your kids your grandkids can 
want to hear, uh, you know, the grandfather essentially hey, uh, that's at Dad some on point. The radio. Yeah. What? <laughs> and go back and, and hear your voice. And that's, no, that, that, I never thought about that. That is very cool. Yeah. That's something that we started to talk about once we started to develop the idea of bringing this this podcast to life is that there's something very cool about being able to preserve um, that personality, that that voice, that that realness um, in this form or fashion for people to consume yeah, for years and absolutely, years. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, this might be in the Smithsonian someday. Hey, yeah, you yeah, never know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> American culture. <laughs> yeah. The recording and your glasses in your beard. Yeah, in the, year, in the year three thousand, people will be listening to it. Like, what are they talking about? What's yeah. a watch? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like so, what? Like <laughs> the whole concept of time is yeah. probably going to be completely different. Yeah. How come you don't have a beard? Joshua and I, I both have dude, beards. It's, it's not by choice. Okay. It's not by choice. It's like you're trying. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's, I, I think uh, there's a phrase coined called the struggle beard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's. I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Struggle beard. I've oh. tried it and it looks really patchy. Like a, Yeah, but Johnny Depp has a patchy beard and he's I hot. Suppo- <laughs> well, thanks. I guess. I, thanks, I guess. Keanu Reeves doesn't have a very robust True. beard. But, you know, come yeah. on. Yeah. Everyone can have a, a Everyone luscious. Everyone can have a lush, beautiful beard. one. Like, yeah, like, Boy, you guys are lush. I mean, surprised you guys don't have a sponsor for beard shampoo or something. Yeah. Hey, if anybody's listening and wants to do that, I'm more than happy to make you a watch roll for some beard grooming products. We ask you to bring three watches with you, um, your most all-time favorite pieces in your collection. Um you want to talk about the first one? Yeah. Well, let me preface preface it. Preface it. There you go. I think that's the word. We got there. Um, so my watch collecting has changed over the years. Um, I was always fascinated by watches. I don't know. Uh, maybe if you believe in reincarnation, maybe in a past life, I had a lot sure. of watches or I was, or had something to do with watches. But from a young age, I loved watches. I think the first thing I had was a pocket watch. I bought it at Montgomery Ward or J.C. Penney or something in like uh-huh. third grade. And then I've always, always loved them. And then in high school, I think I, I picked, well, I don't think, I know I did. I picked up a Pulsar, which maybe you've seen on my Instagram. Those are the OGs. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. A, a gold face Pulsar. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, then it kind of got shelved for a little while. But then I, uh, I picked up an Oris when I was in college. I really, Oris. Um, which one is that? Do you remember? Um, I have it somewhere. It's a little tiny guy. It's like a little 33, um, millimeter watch. Um, it, I, I, the story's on my Instagram. Um, I remember seeing it in a store and it said Swiss made and I wasn't really sure. cognizant of what Swiss made yeah. meant when it came to watches. And I remember being intrigued by that. And there really was no, in, well, there was no internet. There was really no any way to find out anything about Swiss yeah. watches other than what you could kind of just figure out on you your own. You obviously didn't know Chase yet. Didn't know Chase. <laughs> and so, uh, I, I, <laughs> Cause you don't need the internet around him. Yeah, no, no he is basically the watch internet, right? Yeah. <laughs> I um, <laughs> so yeah, that Swiss made thing got me uh, intrigued, and then I realized there was something called a Rolex. And I remember when I was in college, I uh-huh. saw this dude. At, it was at a concert, and uh, he was sitting next to a really beautiful girl, and he threw his arm around her, and he was wearing a Submariner. And I thought, if 
I just had one of those Submariners. I could be just like him. Yeah. Yeah. So I immediately started saving up for a Rolex, and I think I had saved uh, about $500, and I went into a place called Leo Hamill in San Diego, if anybody knows it, with $500 to see if I could get myself a Rolex. Okay, and what year? Quickly found, this was, shoot, people are going to find out how old I am. Uh, Not that it matters. Uh, That was probably uh, uh, 89. And uh, okay. went in with 500 bucks and quickly realized that 500 bucks wasn't going to get me a Submariner. Although pretty close in 1989. Sure. Um, but I was able to get just a... Um, that's the 10-5 flight? That's, yeah, that, yeah, that one's coming in from uh, Oxnard. Oh, your hometown? <laughs> yeah, there it is. OX-93033. Boom. Yeah. yeah. That just happened. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I was just able to get like a non-date uh rolex um i, I don't even know what so you said hey, I, I chase her right now i'm like what 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 is yeah. this one yeah and i remember i got it and i was so proud of it because it was a rolex but it didn't have the date and mm-hmm. the cyclops yeah but i thought that's no big deal it still says rolex and everybody sure. i showed it to was like that is the ugliest watch i've ever seen that is so <laughs> stupid and they kind of got in my head about it uh-huh. and i thought yeah they just it just doesn't it doesn't have the bubble the date bubble oh yeah. i get one of those so uh-huh. i saved a little more money and went back to leo hamill and i uh-huh. said Hey, can I give you back this watch? And yeah. I'll give you another five hundred bucks. And he said, "Okay, we can get you. Uh, I'll get. We can get you a date. Not a date, just, but a date. So all yeah, stainless right. steel date. So sure. I got that. Had the bubble on it. Right. Still, there was, was no. Re- was didn't it resonate a, with anybody. Did Everybody could a, care less. A fluted right. bezel or not? Because uh, like, no, it was a smoothie. It oh, was a smoothie. smoothie. Yeah. yeah, it was a beautiful watch. And then. Uh, you love BMWs. I have a love-hate relationship with BMWs. Oh, you do. Okay. This is going somewhere. I had a 318i back in the you day. You had a 318 four-cylinder. Okay. four-cylinder. Right. Total piece of junk. Which, is that your 30? <laughs> what year was it? Oh, that was uh, 1986. So it was a E30. And, uh, do you like open the sunroof when you're driving it so you can put your head out? Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I just thought of uh, Jeffrey from, from Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's Eric driving. He's wearing goggles. <laughs> uh, no, I actually felt comfortably in the car. Okay, what, all right. But what a piece of junk that car sure. was. The seat actually broke in that car. Where it reclined one day and it never would come back up. Okay. So It was a powered seat? No, it was a, I think it was, sure it was a manual one. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't have any money to fix it. And so... so is this here? Had to, what's that? You sold it? I had to sell the Rolex to fix the seat in that oh, BMW. If you're listening, BMW, <laughs> you mother, <laughs> you, bleep, you, bleeping you. Yeah, yeah, that BMW brought me to tears more than oh, once sure. with uh, different things that went wrong with it that I didn't even know existed on cars. Yeah, that even in 1989, 1990, cost $500 to fix yeah. each time. Um, so then I sold it, and then man, I was in. That sucks. I didn't really even I had a wall. Oh, I remember after that I went and bought a little Tag Heuer Formula One because I still needed a Swiss made watch in my life. I didn't know that it was quartz versus automatic. I could I could carry. This less. is like in college still, right? This was right as I was getting out of school. Okay, I'm yeah. trying to pre- I'm trying to Yeah, this was probably nineteen ninety this was probably ninety one, ninety two. Okay. And then um, you know, life just can take you down so many paths and I wound up in Japan. Um, teaching English where I met my wife and uh, subsequent to that we moved back to the States and finally I was at a point in my life where I had enough money to buy a Submariner so I don't know how many years it was after that I saw that guy throw his arm around that girl (laughs) at the concert yeah and uh, then but I bought it for I I think the right reasons I bought it because it was a beautiful watch I wasn't trying to get a girl with it because I already had a beautiful girl my wife Mayumi and um, 
then I was all in, mm-hmm. and then subsequently moved back to Japan, and you know, twice. Was, okay. Yeah, this uh-huh. is this is before the internet, so there was no watch community. So this was just me liking what I saw I at, love it, yeah. in store windows, and so I picked up uh, another Rolex in Japan, and then I, I picked up a couple other watches here and there, and then uh, and then again we moved back to the states, and again Rolexes are just like little investments on your wrist. And so you can sell them, and sometimes they go up in value. So I was able to sell um, a couple of my watches, and I moved back to the States with just my Submariner. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, I've really digressed from your original question regarding what three watches I brought today. I no, just want to give is... you an idea that my watch collecting is all over well, the map. Well, since we're talking about the, the questions, I remember at one point that you were liquidating everything. Yeah. On Instagram. So I was going to keep it going. It was a fire yeah. sale. It was an e-token yeah. fire sale. And, yeah, it was. And the whole internet was going nuts. Like, <laughs> He's up to something. I was up to something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd gone hog wild when I moved back stateside on Seiko. I couldn't get enough of Seikos. And it started with, um, and I think you had your eyes on it for a little bit, was my uh, diver. my the uh, turtle. The turtle, which I am forgetting the reference number on that right now. It's That's like okay. Sixty-one yeah. or whatever it is. Sixty-one oh five, probably. Sixty-one oh five. And I remember it was. It looks brand new. You had the box. I had the blue sticker on the back. And when you offered me the price, like, five hundred bucks, and you didn't buy it. If you're all listening, <laughs> okay. What a screw up, because yeah, there there weren't a lot of money now. Well, Trick Will was smart and he bought it. Yeah, and he got it for uh, I think even less than that. So yeah. sorry, I would have offered you that price. Uh, shown some interest, well, and I don't even know what that's worth yeah, now. He shut the door on the deal, so he has to live with that. Right. That's true. Every night you hear that sobbing, that faint sobbing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that, I think I heard it guy. when uh, he started to talk bad about BMW from you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you had uh, Chase's DeLorean, you can go back yeah. in time. <laughs> go back in time and change. change Reply. <laughs> um, and you were literally liquidating yeah so that was the start of it i was liquidating because i had my eyes on the prize and that prize was this, it's one of the three right it's one of the three okay and it was the first diver watch that i saw that the bezel was loomed and i really needed one of those i there might have been others at the time but that was the first one that i saw okay and let's um, talk about that first then. yeah okay. so that's what i was doing that's what i, I was liquidating um to get that and Right when I was ready to pull the trigger on it, um, that brand came out with another watch that kind of screwed me up because I was torn. I didn't know which one I wanted now. Right. And so I did a lot of research uh, online and somebody um, made a really good point that really stuck with me. If you have snowflake hands on a watch, and I said snowflake hands, so now you can probably guess what brand it is. (laughs) If you have a snowflake watch, you need to have square indices can't have circles because that's not how it's supposed to work no, dude. um and so I was you can't like, cross oh. contaminate come on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um not that those other watches aren't beautiful no. but that for whatever reason just stuck in my craw and so then obviously probably most of you guys can deduce now that's why i bought the pelagos there it is because the pelagos now um for in my opinion at the time and maybe still is the modern tool watch made yeah. out of titanium titanium not that i need a tool watch not that i'm gonna dive or well, for decamp stuff you know i mean yeah i mean it's it's yeah i can wear it while i'm working using, and timing yourself to be <laughs> more efficient leather <laughs> leather making tools yeah. i guess um but um you know it just it really so yeah I did the fire sale. I, I sold everything so I could buy a Tudor Pelagos. Yeah. Um, and um, 
old uh, just so, Andrea. Just so you know, there was a whole thread of speculation what you were doing. Oh, what, what yeah, was yeah, it? Like, well, I did have a daughter in college at the time. So. No, no, there was a thread on IG just just <laughs> dedicated to what Itokin's doing. It's yeah. watching the market, watching yeah. the market because yeah. everything was just crashing in in the yeah, house of Eric. Crashed the I, man. I let some Seikos go for like yeah next to nothing. Like people, yeah. I, I I like to tell my wife that I always sell my watches for more than I bought them for, but yeah. not always was the case. With this. Yeah, and was, was it was it like time compressed? Is that why like it has to go quick? And no, like, I just I just kind of you kinda wanted like, it. It's kind of like ripping the bandaid off. I sure. just wanted it to. I mean, obviously, I wanted my Tudor Pelagos quicker than of course later and. I, I wanted it to happen as soon as you know I could make it happen. But anyway, yeah, yeah I sold them pretty quick, and I probably end up selling I don't know, ten, twelve watches. But um, yeah, I had enough then to buy my Pelagos, and I reached mm-hmm. out to Andrew uh, J Lee fifty fifty. Is that his handle on Instagram? J Lee fifty fifty, I believe. L A watch. One of the OGs of the yeah, L A watch. Yeah, and I said, hey, what's up, you know Drew? What, what up, bro? <laughs> Do you know anybody that can hook me up with uh, a Pelagos? Uh-huh. And, uh, does he know? Come on. Yeah, of he, he well, he, of course he knew. And he, he hooked me up with uh, with a gentleman. I don't know if he wants me to say his name on here. I don't know if he's sure. even active or not anymore I think I know, who, not. I know who it is already. Okay, I'm just uh, not going to say yeah, it. If you want to know, DM me on Instagram, yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. But he hooked me up. He got me a really good price. I think he's not yeah. as active anymore on IG, too, because he had uh, yeah. uh, some other priorities now. Yeah. yeah. Just DM Eric for questions. Yeah, so follow-ups. he hooked me up big time. It's not gray market. It was... Uh, legit purchase and mm-hmm. uh, yeah so then my my collection was down to just the Pelagos and a couple other pieces that I wasn't able to sell can you recall when it landed in your hands the Pelagos? oh it was a, well you know were was you a, in tears <laughs> the same tears when you let go of the BMW you know, piece of crap I do, BMW. I do think some clouds parted and some trumpets sang forth from nice. the heavens when I opened the box nice. and put it on my wrist yeah and, at uh, home right was it at home when you opened it it was at home yeah it was at home told Mayumi to just go somewhere for now I yeah, she could have cared less. This, uh, she, yeah, no, she actually. Take Fifi and Juju. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody leave. Leave me alone with my my dear Pelagos. Right. And um, yeah, so then I had the Pelagos, and you know, it actually, I hate to say, it was kind of anticlimactic. I had really, I had lusted after it for so long, and sure. I had gotten rid of so many watches to get it that when it finally was in my hands, I was like, well, there it is. I don't know. I don't know if that's just me or if that happens to some other people. Like you strive for something, then you eventually get it, and it's kind of like it fizzles. Okay, well here it is. I'm still myself, and this is no. It didn't fizzle. I was still stoked with it, but I thought my life would change if I just had that Pelagos. Not that my life's not great. You have that extra crinkle in your smile. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, so it's a sick watch. But like any sickness. it never goes away. So I started accumulating another collection That's, even after that. It and never does. It never, it never goes ends. away. And I, I just kept buying watches and keep still to this day, still buy some watches sure. now and then. Not quite as um, much as I used to in the past, mm-hmm. but um, I've reaccumulated a pretty decent collection again of, uh, I would say probably 25 solid watches. And so to get back to your original question, because I've digressed so many times, the three watches that I brought today, the first one is the Pelagos. Um, the second watch that I have here is a Croton Nevada Grenchen Antarctic with the snowfield dial. Um, with the dome? Uh, um, well, flexing. so this was this watch was not restored, but um, had a lot of 
fresh air breathed into it by my buddy uh, Dan Mock Love Flop. That's right. What's the Mock Love Flop. Mock Love Flop. You've, I've never heard anyone say it out Ever. loud. Mock Love Flop. Ever. Which is Volk. He worked at Volcom for a, a Volcom for Mock a hot Love second, Flop. and it's like Volcom backwards with. I forget. I, he'll you'll have to interview. Every him. time his if you IG want to interview handle, somebody, that's a guy. Oh yeah, Dan's <laughs> like every time his IG handle comes up. And I just can't say it. I'd rather just spell it and pull it out of the IG. <laughs> exactly. It's it's kind of like Mark Love Ball. Like it's, it's like, like a word that. backwards, right? Yeah. Mark Love <laughs> so he breathes he breathes some fresh air into this uh, croton, and uh, this was actually this purchase was inspired by Emil, who had brought his Dapper Watch Winder, right? Uh, yeah. Dapper Watch Winders. He had brought his to a get together and. I just couldn't get enough. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Sure. I think his actually has a roulette roulette date wheel or a red mm-hmm. red date um, wheel, and um, so I just started scouring um, um, the eBay, and one popped up for a song, and I, I jumped on it immediately. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, my God, it was running great. Um, it had the incorrect crown, which mock love flop fixed. Mock, which he he was able to find the correct crown for it and replace it, and he put a new crystal on it, and he got it purring really nice. So yeah, that that's watch number two. I this thing's so amazing. I even sought out the the original uh, box for it, which I do wow. have, which has a um, a map of the Antarctic in it. It's such a sick little purchase. No kidding. So this this is a this is a forever watch. I love it and. Um, the history on this watch is pretty cool. Um, I guess it was 1957. It was the geophysic year, whatever that means to okay. you guys. I want you to take note that he said it's a forever watch. <laughs> you got yeah, no, this one's right? not going anywhere. Okay. This, you heard that. This will always be mine. Unless right. Sony wants to give me like a thousand bucks for it, then it's not. Okay. <laughs> it's not really a forever watch. It's a thousand yeah. dollar. It's a thousand dollar watch. Gotcha. <laughs> what I didn't know at the time is. Uh, Would you trade it for an E30 BMW again? Uh, possibly. We'll talk. See. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know at the time that this watch had some buzz around it because Worn and Wound had done an article on these. Right. And I, um, I'm going to try to pull some knowledge from that article, um, explaining why this watch is significant. Is that, like I said, I think it was 1957 was considered the year of digital physics, whatever that means. And um, countries around the world are trying to do things that hadn't been done before uh, as far as like climbing mountains, going under the North Pole in the submarine, going to Antarctica. Sure. Okay. And um, Rolex took a little watch called the Explorer, I think, up yeah. to the top of Mount Everest. Yeah. And they did a great job marketing that. And then... Uh, Rolex and marketing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's anonymous. <laughs> and then uh, Jaeger Lecoutre, however you say that. I think they made a watch for a submarine that went under the North Pole. Uh-huh. And then uh, Nevada Grenchen made this watch um, to go to, I guess, to the tip of Antarctic. I don't know. Sure. And I guess they had to deal with a lot of uh, magnetic fields and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And um, so this watch did that. Um, those other two watches I just mentioned are worth buku bucks. This, for whatever reason, never really resonated with anybody, I guess. I love that. Yeah, so I think you can still pick these up for, you know, about 200 bucks. And they're a beautiful watch. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And but if, um, if Eric touches it, it's a thousand dollars after yeah. that. <laughs> so he's saying you can pick it up for two hundred. Mm-hmm. He'll take a thousand for it. Yeah. So he sells this one. Well, it did He have buys five more. Five oh. more. Give it keep, to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> gives it his little saffron dust. Yeah. And give it back to Eric, and it's a thousand bucks. There you go. I'll include a watch roll. A two- <laughs> oh, dude, a decamp watch. Come a on. two pocket. Yeah. Yeah, a two pocket watch roll. If you if you offer me a thousand bucks for there it. There you go. Can they pick the pelt? <laughs> no, it's got to come from in, in stock. Yeah, what I have in stock. All right, all right. Um, Bummer. <laughs> the third watch that I brought is uh, I God, I love this watch. This is another one from Mock Love Flop. Um, Dan is quite an alchemist, huh? Dan is the man. I mean, he really is. Like he has resuscitated so many watches that are were destined for landfills and right. forever sit in like yeah. the the shoe box on the shelf in the in the attic yeah. um this third watch actually i don't know if it well i'm pretty sure it never was produced he actually found a bunch of new old stock cases a which bunch is of, which one is this one um this is a benris electromatic oh, yeah, um, that's what dan's known for yeah, yeah he loves electric mm-hmm. he loves electric watches mm-hmm. um which aren't quartz they're electric um so they're completely different, I guess, from a quartz. Don't ask me how, but they are. <laughs> but uh, this watch is just absolutely stunning. I remember when he restored his first one, and I saw it on his wrist, and it had such presence. It actually reminded me of that early Rolex, I, my first Rolex that I bought back in the day. Yeah, um, the ugly one. Yeah, and <laughs> the one that got, got no love. <laughs> the one that got no love. I loved it. That's all that matters. Yeah, I like to think I have good taste. Um, and uh, this watch has fourteen lightning bolts on it. Four? You, you counted fourteen it. lightning bolts. Yeah. Wow. Um, there's four more on the back. Um, if you guys want to know which watch is which watch I'm talking about, just go on my Instagram. You'll see it. It, it figures pretty prominently in my most recent feeds. And um, it's just a stunner, and I can't get enough of it. And I've just recently put it on a leather, new old stock leather strap that I got on eBay. And man, it is—it's like a brown leather. Yeah, this is like a, like a kind of a caramel whiskey kind of with a center st- uh, stitch with some padding in it. It's mm-hmm. just really period correct. It's like it just feels like something. Is it eighteen millimeter? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it tapers down to a fourteen. And um, that must be super. Comfortable. I'm all about tapered uh, oh, yeah. watch bands now. Yeah. Oh, dude! Yeah, yeah, they're so much more comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, this watch just looks like something Don Draper would have had on his wrist. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> in, in the offices back in the day. So, those are my. And it was hard, you know, to come up with just three watches from the collection. Oh, I'm sure it must be gut wrenching. Yeah. It, it was difficult. Well, you just mentioned that you have approximately 25 i think i have about 25 like watches that are in rotation yeah so to pare down from 25 to three is quite 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 the feat well i I thought i I, what i thought was it'd be interesting to have three watches um each one on a different well one's on a bracelet one's on a nato and one's on leather and if i was going away for a weekend and you know just wanted some something some diversity this would be the three that i would take um Yeah, tomorrow I might have a different three. I don't know, but today this is my three. <laughs> the Pelagos will always be there. You know, I don't wear the Pelagos as much as I used to because my collection, like I said, grew again. And Mock Love Flop is uh, responsible for... <laughs> it kills me every time. Yeah, is responsible for about five watches yeah. in my collection yeah. that are just absolutely sick that um, 
have kind of supplanted the Pelagos, but yeah, the Pelagos is going to stay there. On every episode, we always talk about watch by association, right? Yeah. And to me, just because I've witnessed what you had to go through just to get to the Pelagos, that's, and I remember meeting up with you and how stoked you are about it about the little micro adjustment yeah about how light it is and that's what i associate you with now yeah yeah i mean this watch uh that's a pretty good association i'll take it um what i didn't realize was uh one day i was wearing it and when i took it off that the bracelet actually imprints you with a tudor shield on the back side of your wrist there you go and um and it was something, you know, I'd been wearing the watch for probably, I don't know, almost a year at the time. Yeah. And I had never realized that they had integrated the, the Tudor shield into the flip lock. I thought that was so cool. Such a, such a cool watch. And when I got this one, I was kind of torn because the first generation was um, not an in-house movement. And I got the one, the first generation that had the in-house movement that was... Um, a lot of people got a kick out of making fun of it because there's a lot of verbiage <laughs> sure. on the dial, right? Sure. It's, uh, How many lines is that? It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well, if you count Swiss made, Geneva, so and Tudor, there's like eight or nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually, yeah. Um, I got a kick out of how people. It's, it's um, almost like Moses when you come down the mountain. Yeah. Like the, the tablets? Yeah. The yeah. Tablet. It's just yeah. Like a whole line of stuff in there. Well, yeah. Or if you, or if you weren't sure, though, about this watch, that it's, um, it's rotor self winding. So they had to write that on there. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of people, uh, had fun with this watch for a while regarding all that. And, uh, I'll never forget one get together where Chase picked it up and he held his ear down to it. Oh, and he wound oh, it. oh yeah. that's a signature move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this thing has something like some new technology. What did he say? I forget. What is it? Is it? The okay. Was it a is... smile or was it a, like a frown face? No, no. He was, it was a neutral expression, okay. but I, I think the... He was in. I don't know what the word was to describe what is what he was creating uh-huh. at that moment, but right. he he was enjoying himself. I think listening to it, and he mentioned oh, something okay, about the hairspring, and he said something that wow, that hairspring, that's that's amazing. Like oh, I can see this. Like I don't even I can't quote him. Yeah, he, but there was something cool about it. it. Made me feel really good about. Sure. Well, he goes to a place not many of us can <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah, he's on next level. He's complete next level. He's he's like the Yoda of watches, or oh, I don't know, it. like the uh, yeah. He he just he's the end all be all. I think college knowledge. Yeah, you said it. Yeah. The funny thing when I think of you, I think of the Pogue. Oh, the Pogue. Oh, yeah. Oh, Which you yeah. don't even own anymore. I don't own anymore. But the first day that we met, you swapped you're, it. You were wearing the Pogue. Yeah. I was wearing the uh, forty-two Weiss. millimeter manual wine um, field watch from Weiss. Yeah. And we exchanged watches for maybe like a month plus until the next time that we saw each other. Yeah, completely. And so there was that, you know, immediate connection. The very first time we had met, you left with one of my watches. I left one of your watches. Yeah, and I remember thinking like, wow, that's crazy. Like, I don't even barely know this guy. (laughs) He barely knows me. And we've both been trusted each other with some watches that aren't cheap. 
I don't know if I knew your even phone number at that point. I think I mean, we know last, each other's last names. Yeah, yeah, everything had been just like a one night stand <laughs> <laughs> with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> look how it turned out. I, I, I yeah, remember what's your last name. <laughs> it, it was like in the beach summer, right? We were at a cafe, San Clemente. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it was, was at a Starbucks, and that was the first time we met Trick Wheel as well. And I remember we just put all the watches on the table and and. And we left you with the watches, and I was like, I don't even think people know, like. Well, don't you remember that one dude walked by? Yeah, and he, he's kind of, uh, oh yeah, kind of had a weird vibe about him. He's like, yeah. Hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking at this table full of Rolexes yeah. and stuff. I'm like, Oh, we're just looking at a bunch of G-Shocks and Timexes. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I remember, yeah, looking at that table at one point, going there's some money on this table. Like, yeah, if somebody was motivated, they could probably walk away with all this because we yeah. can't do jack squat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And going back full circle, I had lunch with you and Rico Suavebola at that burger place. And you talked about the decamp. Oh, yeah. That oh, was you the... asked me a question and I never answered that. Yeah. Where did decamp come from? I completely digressed. So, I getting back to that story, I was uh -huh. up in L.A. with my son at like a vintage boutique and I was looking at the sign that was outside there and it had a geometric shape on it. I can't remember the name of the boutique, but I thought, hey, if I could make something like that for Decamp and stamp it on there, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. So I kind of had the idea of a logo, um, which is a triangle. Mm -hmm. And I thought the triangle was cool because um, like a GMT hand has a you know broad arrow. The, the triangle figure is pretty prominent in any sort of watch design. And then on the way back from LA, we stopped off at Umami Burger in Orange County. Right. And that same spot, right? The same spot that we ate at. Yeah. yeah. With Rico. With, with Rico. Yeah. Uh -huh. And um, I looked out the window and the name of the shopping, uh, what is it? Like a shopping mall? It I was. Guess. It's yeah. called The Camp. Yeah. The Camp. The Camp. And I thought, that's a cool name. And then it all came together and I said, DeCamp. I'm like, what does DeCamp mean? Who cares? <laughs> okay. it sounds awesome. I've heard of Vandy Camp. I think that's yeah, like sure. a beans company or something. And I just thought DeCamp sound cool, sounded cool. It. And yeah. so I don't even know if I had a smartphone then. I think I was using my wife's. So I think I then went home and I looked it up on, on the internet, on my actual mm -hmm. computer. Fired up the Mac, Apple too. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the little AOL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I found out DeCamp amongst its meanings one is to like leave a place in a hurry oh. and I thought oh hey I think it's all coming together now decamp leaving in a hurry like that makes sense Dee -Dee, she said yay that's all a good right. name yeah um, decamp um, is kind of like you know I gotta take off I just I have a business trip I gotta go on quick I'm gonna take three watches with me sure I can store them in here and I thought oh brilliant decamp if I do say so myself <laughs> I, I think we both agree right Josh that's yes I absolutely agree yeah we love the name you. and we love the logo and yeah it's very easy to say and with um, yeah. being easy to say and then the triangle easy to recognize Dan uh, take I, note I think that it's <laughs> hey I think if you look at the hashtag on Instagram for the, for the top uh, posts yeah I think it's a picture of me and Joshua like hugging each other or something <laughs> Well, now I'm getting jealous. That, that's when the uh, the bromance was formed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, at some point I would like to, you know, reignite Decamp. Um, I think that would be pretty awesome. Well, we appreciate what you've done for the community, the watch community, yeah. and and even oh, if cool. Decamp doesn't, you know, re or or come back, you have Soba Studio. Yeah. Perhaps which, in a different yeah, form yeah, or a collab. Yeah, the, the legacy yeah, still, um, but the spirit's there. Yeah, exactly. 
I spirit don't exactly. see it as being two different entities. Yeah. Well, and also, if I like you enough and you you ask me nicely, I will make you one. There it is. <laughs> Perfect. It's a yeah. one-off. Yeah, I'll do one-offs. Um, you'll have to and take the leather out of the leathers I have in stock, but um, yeah, I'm still I still get some joy out, or not some joy. I still get joy out of creating something. I know that people are gonna use for a long time and use it um, to house something or some things that are important to them. And speaking of making one, and I'm just gonna put this out there so it's on record, I want one with a tartan lining. With a tartan lining? Yeah. Oh, so when you open it. That's exactly why I got out of this business. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All, all the divas? Yeah. Yeah. Damn Ooh. summer Eskimo. Yeah. yeah. The red in that tartan's too red. You yeah. got something yeah. more tomato yeah. <laughs> See, out of the three, yeah, so drop the hammer. Yeah, this has been a, a great journey through uh, some of your life, some of your collection, some of your passion. Things you went through to get to it. Yeah, which was all beautiful and all great, but now we, we want to introduce a little agony. Okay. <laughs> just for balance. <laughs> okay. Right? Just for, for balance sake. Okay. So we asked you to bring three watches. Yeah. Um, and you showed up and showed out and we appreciate that that story that journey that you took us on mm -hmm. so now the question that we pose to you is that out of those three watches if you just had to experience one from for some you know moment in time a short period of time yeah short if you were able to keep one forever and if you had to let one go what would it be? Oh, I see. This I see like the that, agony setting. Is this setting like in. that FMK? Yeah, it. It, yeah, it's FMK. exactly <laughs> FMK. Is, yeah. We we just uh, we we spun it a little Do you bit. You see his chest getting tighter and <sighs> the beard's just curling. You know, it's yeah. Funny. I just put my just put my uh, fist underneath my thinker, chin and just yeah, just yeah, struck the thinker, the, the thinker pose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, let's go with the experience first. Well, so you want me to tell you the one I would keep? Well, just, that I couldn't let go. Yeah, we can start oh. with with the keeper and why. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh the obvious, the lifer, the the, the Pelagos oh. because that's just that's that there was a lot of effort put into you, you it. You sacrificed so much to get there. Acquiring that watch, <laughs> yeah. and I yeah. can bump up that thread now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that would be it. I think it's such a timeless watch that if oh, yeah. I was to let that go, I would immediately regret it. Um, so the the, the so Pelagos least, would stay put. So and you have then, two on the table. So which one will you have to have just had an experience with for the day or have to let it go for the day well you know actually it's a pretty easy one it would be the benris i would let go for the day no no no. oh you wait you have to experience it for a day and the, yeah. the other yeah. one just, has to just, go for yeah, a, a moment of time in your life you yeah. just oh it's to, a literal yeah. one night stand yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah we yeah. brought that back around yeah. yeah oh god you guys made that a lot harder now i'm sorry i have a habit of like running with something somebody says and turning the narrative yeah <laughs> making it suit me ah <laughs> uh, 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 well i do you want water or a brown bag oh gosh for hyperventilating i'm yeah, looking back at, up there's a, this is why i brought this brown bag right <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking back and forth at the croton and benris croton benris um uh, okay it would be that i would have to let the benris grow because I think this watch hasn't been exposed enough. I think what Dan has created here, I think he's, he's um, rebuilt five of these. And now I think there's 
maybe just only two left. I think there's literally only five of these in the world that the fact that this could get out there and people would be able to see this watch, other people would be able to see this watch Ooh. and experience this watch. Sure, very selfless. I think, no, I, I think that's that- That's very decamp of you. Yeah. Very decamp, very ethokin of <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. Um, that's where the, yeah, um, the, the ethos and kinship's coming out. Sure. Um, that this could get out there and more people could learn about it and experience it and enjoy it as much as I do. Dude. Yeah, there you go. I'm having and, a cucumber moment. Yeah, and, and then... What's <laughs> that mean? <laughs> well, it ties into your name. Persian yes. cucumber yeah. or... Uh, sea cucumber. Sea cucumber oh, ties oh, into your cucumber. name. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I need another cup of coffee. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> my mind went someplace like with oh, the eggplant oh, oh, emoji. Oh, okay. That's 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 okay. That's all, I'll take that. Sure. Wow. So what about the third watch? The last one. And what am I supposed to do with that one? <laughs> the, <laughs> the, experience. The experience. What about it? Would you have draws you to the experience? Draws me to the experience of this last remaining watch. Yeah. yeah. Are you asking me like what what do I dig about this watch? So I think just, again I've lost the narrative because <laughs> I'm afraid to lose it. <laughs> I think he's just like on a circular pattern like the airport and he's trying to avoid the inevitable. Yeah, I'm in a holding pattern. I'm yeah. trying to ignore They're the telling inevitable. him to land and he's just like running there till the fuel runs out or something. What's supposed to happen to this third watch? Explain to me again. I'm slow. So you're familiar with the the F MK game, okay. obviously. So I've married and, one. You married so, one. So this is I've effed one. This, yeah. And I have to kill this one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. No, you killed the you killed. Oh, I killed the Benris. Yeah. Yes. But that was a one night stand. <laughs> no, you killed oh, it. Oh, so I had a one night stand and then I You, you killed Okay. Yeah, you, you killed it. It's gone. It's you want the world to experience it, right? That's what you said. Yeah. So okay. So that one's gone. That one's out of my life. Yeah. So it's just the Pelagos and this guy now. Yeah. Which is which well, one the, is this guy? Well, the, the Pelagos is the stay forever. He's so staying forever. I'm marrying that's, that's the Pelagos. Yeah. yeah. I killed the Benris. Right. And that yeah. leaves me with with, with the one night stand that you had that experience with. Okay. And how do you want me to elaborate on this? <laughs> I, you know what, dude? I don't even I know if we need. I, I, you know we need any any further uh, no. elaboration. No. <laughs> this watch is amazing. I wear it more. I wear it constantly. This watch is just the fact. I that, know you were just wearing it when we got. Yeah, you, when I when you when you guys rolled up, I was wearing it. In the fact that I get to put it back in the the box that was created for it. No, no, dude. I mean that's it. You have one day to hang out with it. Let me know what you why and what you want to soak from it. What do you want to take away? What memory do you want to have with it? Oh, okay. There you go. Before. What memory do I want to have of this? Um, the kinship I had with Emil that day that I saw that watch. Oh. And go. the fact that he had told me that his wife had bought, because I was kind of going at him like, hey, dude, sell me that. And he's like, no oh. way. My wife bought this for me. Right. And So um, you were working it. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so when he when he said that, you know, I... I it was kind of like, whoa, his wife knows cool watches, yeah. um, as some of her wives do. My, my wife knows watches. Sure. And um, so I'd take away from that watch that, you know. Um, a connection with Emil. With a connection with Emil. Dapper watch wine. Yeah. Thank there you for you bringing go. that up. So do I get to keep my Pelagos? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you get to keep the okay, Pelagos. Thanks. <laughs> wow, so, so, so when we're talking about, you know, bringing the, the agony, I think that was accomplished. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah. 
there's... Checking my pits right now, dude. <laughs> put a, put deodorant on before you guys got here. Yeah, that, that internal struggle is yeah. like kind of what we get joy out of. Oh, for sure. Let <laughs> me flip the table. Or flip Ooh, the... Everyone wants to flip the table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up with that, dude? Uh, so it's... we're not going to play any games. In five seconds, what watch? You get to keep one of your watches. Which one are you going to keep? Joshua, now, five Run out with my Explorer Four. too. Okay. <laughs> Summer Eskimo five. Speedy. Okay, easy. Wow. It's speedy. Look at that. Yeah. See that? Flip the tables. We're ready. You guys are ready. That's I, I, guess, I, 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 I already know why. Yeah. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. I think that's a. Uh, that's what I, the Marines I, say, right? Something like I, that. <laughs> mine's a, a hip hop phrase. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the. Uh, do you have them ready? No. That's your job. I know. You have one job. I screwed up. They're not becoming very rapid. Yeah, yeah it's not. <laughs> I'll just think it. I'll just think about it off the top you, of my head. Freestyle it. Yeah. So you ready? Go. So you ready? Yeah, go. What we've done in the past is to wrap up the the episode. We ask people five questions. Okay. Questions that they can't think about. It's just simple answers. Whatever pops into your head first. There's no right or wrong. Uh, just, I guess, personal preference. Um, so Summer is going to be devising these five questions on the spot. <laughs> so it's, it's simple questions. Like if I were to say left or right, left, right? If I say blue or green, green, whatever pops into your head first, simple, like either psychology or. Psychology tests. You're going to be able to determine at the end whether or not I'm. A psychopath. A psychopath. <laughs> okay. So like going back to that question, remember how we asked Natalie about the uh, felt dip or nib pen? Yes. She picked felt dip. And it made sense. Or ballpoint, I think I asked for ballpoint. Yeah, ballpoint. And it, and to me, it basically told me that she likes a daily, which is something she can use huh. on the quick. Because nib doesn't write on any surface. Right. So she wants it, like, be able to use it on anything. Oh, this is deep. Did you study yeah. psychology or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you write in all caps? Or do you write do capital you and lowercase? slam? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have elaborate curly cues at the end of your... So are we ready to do this? Almost, yeah. We get there? <laughs> He's writing right down right right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I noticed that you're uh, you're wearing a shirt that you, you created an image an image for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shirt. yeah, this shirt is amazing. And so uh, one of three, I think. One of three. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a um, little uh, thing about my life recently was kind of my life was kind of like thrown on its butt literally and figuratively i was skating and uh fell off my skateboard and landed on my butt but as i was going down i put my leg down and i did a uh, femur into the pelvis ball socket and almost cracked it in half Ooh. and um was laid up in bed for six weeks and uh almost lost my mind if it wasn't for my beautiful wife and uh, my friends and one of those friends being Mr. Joshua who reached out to me at one point and um, asked me how I was doing and um, shared a drawing that he had done with his daughter I think it was a drawing of your wife or a drawing of no it was a, a drawing? drawing of it's this like this kit that she has where there's um faces okay. that are just blank and then you can pick different sets of eyes and lips and the nose the earrings the necklace hair okay. like you start to add and, and build on all the features okay. to these you know blank faces 
and so she had created this image of, of a woman and I redrew the image on a separate piece of paper and I shared with you what she had created and then my interpretation of, of what she had created. Right. Okay. I remember now. And um, when I was in school, I actually was a public administration major. Um, and But I was also taking some art classes, very, um, very dichotomy of subject matter. But um, I actually really wanted to be an artist. So I, I drew a little bit in college. And um, it's something I put on a shelf. And seeing that picture that you drew reignited some latent fire in me to want to draw something so I um, I decided to try I guess maybe I was trying to one-up you I don't know <laughs> so you was between you two right? always yeah, it was between always the two of us yeah <laughs> so when I came into the conversation well yeah yeah, yeah. and so I drew I so think I found a picture we were having a draw off. I think no, I know clearly he lose <laughs> yeah he hadn't he hadn't challenged me to anything no. but I thought hey I want to draw something. What it, should I draw? I should draw a picture of Joshua. It, it was like a volley. Like, I, like yeah. I, I, I sent something over his way, and he volleyed something back. But that was very nice of you, by the way, because at the time you were nursing. Yeah, I was laid up. I, I, I had a, like a pencil and like a scribble pad next to me that I could just write down things that I needed yeah. my wife to pick up at the store or whatever. Right. And I thought, hey, I'm going to try to draw a picture of Joshua. Maybe I could like, one-up him. And so I found a picture of him. I think it's where he's got an umbrella and showing a watch or something so I yeah, drew yeah. that and I so I was drawing and I'm like hey drawing's fun and yeah. uh, I thought that I maybe kind of drew something pretty cool so I shared it with him and he was stoked and uh, absolutely man I think you, you posted it I did I, I posted a series of them there's um, it created if, an avalanche too yeah if, if anything it I inspired quite I a like to laugh and I often laugh at myself sure um and so I've posted several different things where people have contributed. Yeah. Um, but this one was a little bit different. It was like people using that artistic side of their brain to express something. And to be the subject matter of that was really fun. Yeah, you were like the muse for me there. Yeah, and it was fun. Yeah, I mean, other people started. Yeah. Some people better than others. I think I was kind of middle of the road. Um, I saw some people do some really exceptional drawings of you. Dude, RJ uh, from, from Canada, he drew me this crazy like Aquaman oh, that's right. yeah. Yeah. with, with the ads yeah. yeah that was out of this world that was amazing this is a good example of how when we get together to talk about watches it completely changes into something else right <laughs> yeah. this has nothing to do with watches it, right now yeah. yeah Josh has that effect on people though and I yeah. think this is the whole idea of doing this too this podcast just sharing yeah. the moments that we have yeah totally and, and I think this shirt, which is me well, and you holding hands with yeah. the Omega sign on top of us, was almost... Yeah. And this was... The, yeah, this was... I kept drawing pictures after that initial draw with Joshua. And um, he, I think, you might have given me a photo and said, hey, what can you do with this? Yeah. And so I, I drew a caricature, caricature of the two of you. Um, and damn it, looking back at it now, I wish when I wrote the bros underneath it, I wish the O would have been the Omega as opposed to the Omega on the top. Ah. But yes, it's two handsome devils holding each other. One <laughs> shirt says Om and the other says Ega. <laughs> I it's it's I have to say my, so myself. It's pretty inspired and epic. It, it inspired. <laughs> it was also inspiring. Nice. It, it was, inspired us. It's really nice. the the catalyst for this podcast. Um, and it, it's morphed. I mean, yeah. we're still in early development and still yeah. trying to find exactly 
what the niche is or you know subject matter and content and who we want to bring on and all of that all of that stuff but the one thing that really propelled it to actually kick it into existence was the drawing yeah that's awesome <laughs> that's hilarious and it's it's funny how yeah things happen right um yeah it was just if i hadn't fallen off my skateboard and Isn't was laying in bed and yeah. if you hadn't decided to draw a picture of what your daughter had drawn yeah. And I hadn't decided to try to one up you. <laughs> and then then uh, th- this podcast might not even be happening right now. Yeah, because yeah, for years we, we always talk about doing yeah, something. We spin off on the Yeah, we've, we've, time. we've teased about with the idea uh, about doing it for, for years now. Yeah. yeah. But to actually put the uh, wheels in motion, thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. I'm glad I could be a small part of it. And I wish you guys all success with it i think it's 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 charm point will be that it's raw and real and it's not rehearsed and that you know it's not perfectly articulated and we're just talking the way guys talk dude talk about (laughs) perfectly articulated i i listen back to uh the episodes after we record strictly in their their rawest form and i'm always going i could not have said anything dumber (laughs) I'm kind of always, does my voice actually sound like that? I'm 6'5", and I sound like a munchkin. Uh, a couple of days ago, I was, um, Chase was talking about uh, astrology. Oh, yeah. And I'd try to interject like this joke and say, I didn't know you were an astronomer. But I tried to draw out the ASS, or add an S, and, and draw that out to put an emphasis on it to be funny. And... The word came out so weird, I, so wrong. I don't think anyone caught that. <laughs> I know. It, it's it a difference felt... between astronomer and astrology, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, I think you were trying felt... to make a word, right? You're trying to make yeah, a word. Ma- yeah. Astronomax. <laughs> fell so flat. Oh, the, yeah. The... It barely, it just graced, barely graced. It. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I can't wait for people to hear it because I think they're just going to eat some of this stuff up. And, you know, how <laughs> many who, times? Who, who gives it? You know, honestly, yeah, I mean, we're cares? just having a good time. Yeah, it's and it, <laughs> like I cringe a little bit, but then I laugh a lot. <laughs> so. yeah. Who? I mean, there you go. There's the uh, what is this? The 1050 coming in from uh, Tijuana. Wow, wow. Uh, just rolled over right now. Yeah, who does? I mean, we all misspeak, miss all Spoker. all day long. Yeah, and we, honestly, <laughs> we just want to capture the human aspect and yeah. just the joy that it brings us coming together. Just yeah, finding totally. I mean, we all know IG algorithm is crap, but yes, we somehow is. find each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love the fact that we get together under the auspices that we're going to talk watches, and then all of a then you know, uh, forty five minutes later, yeah, we're not talking. And about we've had get togethers where the wives are on a free pattern, on a whole pattern. Oh yeah, they're walking around, just walking around somewhere, oh, someone doing grocery, and we're hanging yeah. out at a at a coffee shop, and you know, we've we've met for uh, watches, and sometimes. I never pull them out of the pouch. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just start talking, yeah, and then it just yeah, goes. And yeah. And the like time your, is... your daughter and my wife went over to like a record shop and the comic book store over by yeah. the coffee shop that one day. Yeah, yeah. And like, how awesome is that? Dude, yeah. You know, those you, yeah. two people got to meet. Like, <laughs> 13 year old girl from you know wherever you're from That's and then awesome. my wife from Japan and yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. And so. I got, Finally got the rapid five question. Okay, here we go. On the spot. Ready. Freestyle. Spot. Custom. Shoot. Bespoke. Whenever you're ready. Uh. <laughs> bespoke. <laughs> it's a bespoke. 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 Be- bespoke rapid five question. <laughs> First one is, you have to be quick. 
Grape or apple juice? Apple juice. Dive or dress watch? Dive. Snoopy or Garfield? Garfield. If you had a pet sidekick, would it be a chipmunk or a squirrel? <laughs> Is that the same thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to pick one. Uh, I, I guess a chipmunk because I've never a seen chipmunk. one. Okay. I don't know. Last one. Invicta Holding or Richmond Group? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we no. Invicta because I, I like what they're doing with, um, um, damn it, what's the, the pilot watch? The Glycine. Oh, the glycine. Oh. Maybe I could get a cool, an old school glycine before the matchup with Good the victim. Wow, man, Good that sick. that connection. Yeah, dude, I've been eyeballing a glycine uh, airman on uh, eBay recently. They are pretty sweet. Well, I don't know if I could tell time on it though, being a twenty-four. Well, who cares? Dial. It doesn't matter. It just looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that said, are we is are... that five? That is yeah, that what does that fun. mean now? What did you glean out of that? <laughs> we'll sit down and we'll dissect it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't hear from us, you're okay. If okay. you get a phone call, okay. <laughs> make sure to call us back. The, <laughs> guy, the, the guys at the Nets are coming. <laughs> yeah, man. We just want to thank you for, for the time sitting with us, um, taking us along your journey again. Um, really a life journey. We yeah. talked about a, a lot of things, covered a lot of ground. Yeah. And it was enjoyable on all sides. As, Always. As Always far as I can tell. Right yeah. on. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I I enjoyed having you guys over this morning and sitting around and talking and having and some thanks coffee. Thanks for having us in your house. It's yeah. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful place, man. We're going to have thanks. to do just a little a separate episode of you talking just, about yeah. your house. Talking yeah. houses. Yeah. Yeah. I get some I get, of the design. I get some pretty of the... excited about this one. It's a work in progress. Such but, an open um, space, too. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an historic home. Yeah, I think, you know, when we finally moved up to Orange County and we ventured up to Long Beach a lot, we really vibed with Long Beach. Long Beach has a, a very, I don't know how to put it. It's just a different vibe from every other city I've it's been in. Yeah. It's genre. a good mix, too. It's a good mix. There's a lot of diversity and there's not a lot of attitude. That's the cool thing. It's like almost like a Midwest vibe, I guess, even though I've never lived in the Midwest. People are more honest and people are kind and people seem genuine. Mm -hmm. And that really just resonated. Just leave your bike outside. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll, you'll still love Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. So I've been told. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a cool city. It's, um, I think it's got everything. It's, it's L.A. mixed with San Diego, but it's not, it's not uh, can, Orange County. Ah. A perfect little hybrid. Yeah, it's a good hybrid. I always say this is the last frontier if you want to be next, next to a coastal city that's still doable. Yeah. And a cool city. It's got like a scene. Very hip yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, it's got yeah. a it's got a lot of stuff to do. It's got a yeah, people aren't pretentious. Yeah. People are real. I'm looking I'm looking forward to that day when our buddy Joshua here moved to Long Beach. Yeah, the house next door is for rent. So you can get so, up you can get into that place. So I can get the get F a feel out of for here. it and then decide what you want to buy. Let me sleep on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well with that said, uh, we are officially out of time. Out of time.
we would like to thank our guest Eric for his time. He can also be found on IG at eToken. Additional content can be found on Instagram at the Out of Time Podcast. You can also email us at the Out of Time Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Ono for our beat.